Welcome to Common Sense Coalition Talk Radio, where you'll find straight talk from people with good old common sense. I trust your opinion. And now, for your host, she's putting sense back into nonsense. Absolute insanity. Well, you can hear me on the radio. Your host, Beth Ann. And I welcome you today to CSC Talk Radio. It is my honor, my privilege, and my pleasure to be here with you today. We're going to crank it up, as she says in that song. We're all going to the polls, and we're going to speak our voice. Speak our voice. And we'll talk about that here in a little bit. We will have Daniel Turner here in a little while. And let's get started with prayer. For such a time as this, our Heavenly Father... We thank you. We praise you for the great I am that you are. For your love, for your grace, and for your mercy. I know those words come out every day, but Father, we mean them. Where would we be without your love? Where would we be without your grace and your mercy? We'd get what we deserved, and that ain't pretty. Your love so great for each one of us that you provided a way, salvation, for us to spend eternity with you. We are overwhelmed by your love, Father. Overwhelmed. Thank you. Father, may we be the children. May we strive to be those children that are deserving, even though I know our very best is this Because you are so good. Our very best is us filthy rags laid before your righteousness. But you love us anyway. Father, may we be a people and a nation that are repentant of our sins. May we be a people who strive to right those wrongs, to learn from the mistakes and to do a turnabout and go the other way. Run to you. May we run to you. Father, today is a huge day in this country, an election day, when people are going to vote. You know the hearts of each one, and I pray that they will seek your direction. I pray for your protection over all those who are at the polls, over all those who are watching. And, Father, I fear that we will see violence in the next few weeks. I pray for your watch care over that. Pray for President Donald Trump and those around him, those who have been incarcerated over January 6th undeservingly, others who are being arrested for simply, simply standing for life. Never in a million years would I have thought that we'd seen what we have seen in this country today. So Father God, we just pray to you and we lift it all up to you because we know you are still on your throne and there is nothing that your wicked people down here could do to shock you off. Prick the hearts of man and woman that they might 
seek your face. And may we, your people, be that beacon of hope and of light and of love. For such a time as this, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Will this be the new dawning of liberty in America today? Obviously, it's election day. Everybody's talking about it. That's all we're hearing. The flags are flying around this small little town, and they do as they do each national holiday. I'm wearing red and my patriotic jewelry. If you remember years ago, we interviewed a company called Compass Point Jewelry. I don't know that they're in business any longer, but I'm wearing the jewelry they made personalized for me, patriotic jewelry. I'll be watching all evening as the election returns begin. But have you voted yet? I confess I am a late day, late in the day voter. I have not voted yet, but I will vote in person. I have invited a few friends over this evening. Remember, I told you to, I gave you a little challenge to do that. We're going to watch the election returns together. We all must wear red. I made red velvet cupcakes and we're going to eat pizza. Hey, pepperonis are red and the sauce is red. Use your imagination now. We even plan to have a few red balloons. I will use my Liberty Tabletop flatware and we will use red solo plates with red napkins. We have got it all together. We are voting Liberty today, not Republican. Although I am voting Republican. They have not in the past proved themselves worthy of our trust. So we will vote out the Democrats. We're going to size down this uniparty and we're going to vote out the Democrats and we're going to hold those Republicans responsible and accountable. Yesterday I read to you a couple of poems, but I will spare you that pain today. But today is We the People Day. It is time that to secure, to secure these rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness and property and prosperity, that governments are instituted among men, deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed. And that is what we're exercising today, is the consent of the governed. That whenever any form of government becomes destructive of these ends, it is the right of the people to alter and to abolish it and to institute new government, laying its foundations on. I'll let you finish it. No longer will we, we the people, listen to their excuses, theirs, meaning the politicians. And what the left has done is intentional. You must absolutely know that. Inflation is not an accident. The invasion at the border is not an accident. And the cold winter ahead, that was intentional. The shutting down of our energy sector. They have stripped the American dream and turned it into a nightmare. One election day won't cure it all. The das won't cure all the dastardly deeds they have done. But it can be a huge beginning, a new beginning in America.
So today, we vote. We exercise our right and our duty. That's right. It is your duty to vote. It is time we the people tell them, the left, the radicals, remember, they're the lawbreakers. Everything they're doing is breaking the law. The open border is a breaking of the law. The spending of money that they should not be spending, that is really breaking the law. It's breaking the Constitution. All these things they're doing, stripping us of our independence, is breaking the law. The laws that are on the books that they did, they did it, the Congress did it. The president is supposed to exercise and enforce them. So it's our turn to tell them, you go put on an extra sweater and you go eat, Chef Boyardee. As for me and my house, we the people, we prefer independence and liberty. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. We're going to go into a break, and I hope we're going to have Daniel Turner when we come back. We seem to be having a few issues there, but I've got plenty to talk about, as I always do. And we will be right back. Daniel Turner, founder and executive director of Power the Future, agrees that America is blessed with an abundance of reliable energy sources. Our natural resources are the lifeblood of our nation and have made our nation prosperous. Rural America is the heart of production in this nation. Our food, manufacturing, trucking, and yes, our energy. Power the Future promotes jobs in rural America, specifically our energy jobs. These jobs are all under attack. Wealthy radicals like Tom Stiers and George Soros promise to break the nation's energy independence. Their beloved Green New Deal attacks all that is good in this nation. Our food, our land, our jobs, our families, and of course, our gassy cows. Power the Future is fighting for you, rural America. Join them. Visit PowerTheFuture.com. See the latest news and donate to those who are fighting for you. PowerTheFuture.com. Power the Future is fighting to keep America's lights on. You can look for the silver lining or you can strengthen your portfolio with gold and silver. Optimism is planning for your own financial future. Melody Cedarstrom of Discount Gold and Silver Trading has been watching our economy and the banksters for well over 20 years. The U.S. has an unsustainable debt. While the timing of a collapse cannot be predicted, we know the proverbial straw that breaks the camel's back weighs heavier and heavier with each new stimulus and omnibus bill. Because of our debt and the lack of solid backing, those fiat dollars in your pocket continue to deflate in value. However, gold stays true, true wealth. Give Melody Cedarstrom a call at 1-800-375-4188. That's 1-800-375-4188. Discount gold and silver trading for all your precious metal needs. And join Melody weekday afternoons at 4 p.m. Eastern Time on Financial Survival Radio. Visit DGSCoins.com. That's DGSCoins.com. 
Liberty Tabletop brings liberty to your table. For those of you who want to display your patriot hearts, set your table with liberty. The new patriotic flatware pattern by Liberty Tabletop. Your dining table sets the mood for the American family and the American dream. Liberty honors our fallen heroes, the Liberty Bell. We the people with stars and stripes are American Eagle and the Statue of Liberty. Each piece of the Liberty flatware pattern is an art with elegance, high-quality work, and high-quality 1810 stainless American steel. Each piece is unique while conveying the same patriotic message. Liberty for all, and we love America. Order your set now, and a set as a gift for a special patriot in your life. Liberty Tabletop brings liberty home to your table. Use the promo code BETHANN and receive a discount. LibertyTabletop.com or call them, 844-386-2338. And we have returned to listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. We have Daniel Turner with us. Daniel, <laughs> was there a long lane to vote or what? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Beth Ann. It's a... Uh crazy morning but i'm happy to be with you uh even though i'm a little late i'm happy to be with you the rest of the show so thank you well i'll give you the tail end of my monologue because i think you're going to love this line so today we the people we're gonna we're gonna let the lawbreakers you know they call them left radicals or radical left but they're really lawbreakers and we're going to tell them they can go put on an extra sweater and they can go eat chef boyardee (laughs) we're going to go vote for independence and liberty so anyway that was uh, I thought you'd get a kick out of that. But. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and and aren't we tired of getting talked down to? And, oh, my and goodness. I've been talking about this, you know, on, on Twitter. I haven't slept in a couple of days because I've been watching polls and helping mm. out where I can, et cetera. And, and even last night, it was late last night that I was reminding voters, you know, this is the time to remind those people who are asking to be resent to the governor's mansion, resent to Congress. You know, they, they, they were had no problem risking your job and your employment because of the vaccine. They had no problem allowing your grandparents to die alone oh uh, behind glass. Uh, they had no problem allowing your grandfather to drown in his own lung fluid because they wanted to call hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin a uh, horse dewormer and, and only because it would be bad for President Trump and they wanted COVID deaths. And, and, and they locked up your churches and they put masks on your kids. And now they have the gall to say, send me back, right? Send me back to the governor's mansion. Send me back to Congress. Um, and this is the chance to punish those people by taking away from them the thing they love most, and that's power. And Absolutely. people who have been given power, who wielded it against us, need to be punished. And that's what this election day is. And I don't mean to sound vengeful. This is not about uh, anger. This is about the way our system should work. And when the people who have used their power abused it, they are punished with what is the most severe punishment that they can get, which is they are stripped of their power and they're made citizens like everyone else again. And that's what voters have to bring with them today. Heck, I even remind people, just go fill up your gas tank before you go vote. That'll fix it. Person next to your, your, yeah, your candidate has a D next to their name. You know who to blame for those gas prices. Absolutely. And, you know, they know that this is coming, and there was a recent article out of the Atlantic magazine floating the idea that we should have COVID amnesty. So any of these people that caused all this damage, they should get amnesty. 
They should be forgiven for what they've done to our children, for what they did to grandma and grandpa or the others, the elderly that had to to die without anyone holding their hand. It just makes me upset so much. And it's, you know, it didn't matter to them. As, as It was exactly what you said. As long as they could punish and hurt Donald Trump. They didn't exactly. care how many Americans died or suffered. If you lost your jobs, if your business closed, they did not care. But, yeah, put them back in office so they can do it again. Yeah, and, and the goal to ask for amnesty when when there was not even – not only was there not amnesty, there were articles in, in newspapers like the New York Times and the Washington Post saying um, – you know, we need to shame people who are not getting the vaccine. We need to fire them. Oh, yeah. We need to start celebrating their deaths because they they have to be used as a, as a as an example for other people. Um, and, heck, I don't even do health care policy for a living, but that's how angry the COVID nonsense has made me. We haven't even talked about, you know, you know home, heating, uh, home heating fuel and gas and diesel shortages. And so, Infamil, you know, the, everything the we're feeling. Exactly. Everything we're feeling is a direct result of two years of one-party control. And yeah. I marveled at the last couple of weeks of every single Democrat running. Um, where I am in, in, in rural Virginia, it's, it's uh, um, Abigail Spanberger. Boy, mm. you would think she was, she was one of us. You know, nowhere does she want to be known as a Democrat. Nowhere does she want to say that I voted with Nancy Pelosi 100% of the time. If you look at her record, she is a moderate, independent, reach across the aisle, fighting for rural farm values. Of course, her <laughs> opponent is an absolute radical threat to democracy. Uh, um, so but they they have no problem labeling anyone who's running against them. But they themselves, oh boy, you would think they're the most apple pie, red-blooded Americans that God ever put on this earth. None of them are running as Democrats who who support Joe Biden and Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer. All of them, from Tim Ryan in Ohio to John Fetterman in Pennsylvania, all of them are running as, you know, I just care about this country and we're going to build a brighter tomorrow because the children are the future. Boy, that's not your record the last two years, though, Democrats, is it? And so get out and vote and drag your neighbors with you if need be. We have some of those Democrats here in Missouri, as they are in every state, telling us that how bad, you know, the Schmidt voted to give away, give farmland, Missouri farmland to China, which is not true. He did not do that. (laughs) And uh, but they're claiming he did. And she's out there in a in a field with her, you know, down to earth clothes on trying to convince us that that's what she is. And and we know that that's not true. We know they're just, you know, that was one thing we said about Trump. He never put on airs that he was a farmer, that he was a truck driver, that he was anything else. He wore his suit every day and uh, his Trump made uh, ties, I think. So, yeah, he is yep. what he is. And yes, and is he a little narcissist, a little full of himself? Yeah. But you know what? It takes a little bit of that to run a country. You got to have yep. some confidence. And- and we've talked about that before, and I'm so glad you you brought it up because the Americans liked it, right? They didn't want to see Trump try to put on coveralls and a straw hat and chew on a piece <laughs> of hay and pretend he's one of us, you know, put his hand in the dirt and say, oh, that's some beautiful soil. 
he doesn't know any of those things. He doesn't want to pretend he does. But boy, oh boy, Tim Ryan, who has voted for every single gun control measure imaginable, just at the end of last week, put out an ad of him at the at the gun range, and his everyone laughed at it because his stance is terrible. Uh, he's leaning all the way back. He's, he's got his weight on the wrong foot. And I'm not a huge marksman by any means. I have several guns. But you can but tell. Not, uh, you can tell. He doesn't take a genius to tell. figure it out when and, you're looking. And then he begins the ad. He ends the ad by saying, you know, not a bad, not a bad shot for a Democrat. And you say, well, boy, why did you make that ad, Tim? Because you completely support gun control. You support yeah. banning. You support gun registries. You don't believe in the Second Amendment. So wouldn't you have more respect for Tim Ryan if he just said who he was? Wouldn't you have more respect for Abigail Spanberger if she just said who she was? Why are you all trying to pretend to be us when you hate us, right? When you really don't like us, our values, our land, our freedom, our guns, our animals. Why do you pretend to be us only when it's the election and then you vote against us all Such the time you're in D.C. So, Such yeah, reckoning point. is coming, Bethann, and I think it's going to be glorious. Now, they've been telling, you know, well, this is really, they should have known it was coming because it always happens. It only didn't happen to Bush because of 9-11, but it's always the midterm elections that uh, go the other way. But I think, and maybe I'm wrong, you're watching this a little closer than me. You have a little more, you have a little more education in it than I do. But am I correct that usually the midterms are not as big a turnout as well? And here this year, I think we're going to have a huge turnout. Now, am I wrong in that synopsis? Well, you are wrong to say that I'm more educated in this than you, because I don't think anyone (laughs) has their finger on the pulse more than you do of, of regular America. But I appreciate the compliment. But no, you're absolutely right. Midterms don't get the same level of turnout as presidential. Um, and it's hard, and that's part of the challenge of getting the midterm voters out. Now, I don't so, like get-out-the-vote efforts. I don't want to encourage people to vote, because if you don't want to vote, I probably wouldn't like how you're voting, right? That's I, absolutely I true. I people to vote. So, <laughs> so all this effort of <laughs> we've got to get everyone to vote, or rules like Australia has where it's a law that you have to vote, oof, I don't want that. I don't want to no. force people to vote. Australia's in a lot of trouble. Badly. Yeah. You know, I did encourage people to vote, but I I actually told them to vote to vote Republican and vote out every single Democrat. And then we'll deal with the Republicans because they're a problem, too, sometimes. And uh, it's in the air that they're going to try and get rid of McConnell. I wish they would do the same thing with Kevin McCarthy. I want to see some fresh blood in there. And of course, their excuses, the rhinos excuses are. These two have been there, and they know how to work the system. Well, I'm tired of working the system. I want to control the system. And yeah. uh, I think it's time. I'm going to get your uh, opinion on that. I meant that you actually had an education, and you were watching the polls better than me. But, um, yeah, I'm, I'm in the heartland. But I'll tell you what. You impress me, young man. You impress me a lot. We're headed into a break. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. We're visiting today with Daniel Turner. It's Election Day. I hope you voted. I hope you studied up before you voted, and I hope you said a prayer. And we'll be right back.
do we have returned? You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann with Daniel Turner. We do encourage people to vote, but if you don't want to vote, don't go. <laughs> if you haven't been studying, don't go. We don't want you to do just do that. But uh, I have a question for you because I was doing a little research this morning. Um, what's going? Because you spend a lot of time in Alaska. By the way, do you know Jamie, that comedian that's from Alaska? Do you know him? <laughs> Jamie, the comedian from Alaska. I don't believe I do. No, he's on Gutfeld all the time. He's got he's he's got a real strange sense of humor. But he's from Alaska, so they're always kidding him about that. And uh, anyway, they their vote the way they vote up there is a little strange. And I was going to ask you how you felt it was going to turn out in the Senate race, but I've got the article today off of your website. Um, Alaska group is paying for voted to turnout. So I wanted you to kind of tell me what's really going on there. Yeah, explain, Alaska, explain um, it it, and this is something that your listeners should be aware of because more and more states are trying to push for this new method of voting, which I think is unconstitutional. Quite oh, frankly. absolutely. And, and it's called ranked choice voting. And what it is, is it says you don't get one vote, you get four votes, and they're ranked. So the very first choice you have is like you vote for Beth Ann first, but then you have to choose the second. And I vote for Rudy. And then for the third choice, I'll vote for Daniel. And on the fourth vote, um, I'll vote against, uh, you know, I don't like this person, so I'll vote against their opponent. And then the votes are, are weighed based upon if it's your first, your second, your third, your fourth. So in theory, someone could have the most number one votes and lose because one candidate could be the most number twos and the most number fours. And you add the two and the four together, and they beat the one, and then that's the person who wins. And you oh, say, that's Wait crazy. That's not really how the system is supposed to work, right? What it's turned into also is people use their votes in defense. So it's not that, well, I'm going to vote for Beth Ann first, because of course I would vote for Beth Ann first. But then I dislike Rudy and Daniel so much that I'm going to use my next votes on their opponent just because I don't want them to win. Well, if enough people do that, the opponents actually end up winning because they get the most votes. And so, so well, that's kind of like well, somebody in the primaries taking the opposite uh, ballot just because you want to make sure the worst one of the, like, like say the Democrat ballot or the Republican, either one. If you're if you're a Republican and you go get a Democrat ballot because you want to vote in the worst candidate they've got <laughs> to run against your exactly. best candidate. And I, I don't agree with that either. I don't think that, I don't think that's the way you should be doing it. And, uh, you know, I don't think you should no. be, I, I don't think you should be locked in to either Republican or Democrat, but I don't feel like you should do that just to fix the race. And so how come, how come Alaska does it this way? Well, actually, this was something that was pushed very heavily by current Senator Lisa Murkowski. And she well, of course. <laughs> uh, led the effort in the state to, to change this. It was a ballot initiative two years ago that said, we'll put this in place. And the reason why is because she knew she was not going to be enough people's first choice. But if she got enough ones and enough threes and fours, that would put her over the edge. And so Lisa Murkowski passed ranked choice voting or she, she had it, she used her influence to get it on the ballot to get it passed just to protect her. Cause she knows she's not very popular, but she knows she can win the plurality. And that's all that matters to her is, is the plurality. 
if they didn't have ranked choice voting right now, I bet you Kelly Shabaka would win. But with ranked mm-hmm. choice voting, there are enough people voting against Kelly because they don't like her and voting for Murkowski that 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 could be the difference maker. And so you, you want to scratch your head and say, well, Senator Murkowski, did you pass this to help Alaska or did you pass this to help you? And those are not the same things. Uh, even if Senator Murkowski disagrees with me, um, those are not those are not the same issues. Um, so I dislike ranked choice voting. But I also have a real problem with Senator Lisa Mikowski, who, by the way, is campaigning with the Democrat member of Congress. Yes, she is. Alaska, yeah, like Wyoming, like a couple states, has only one member of Congress. Um, remember, Wyoming, it was Liz Cheney. <laughs> um, and and uh, Lisa Murkowski is running with the Democrat as, as almost a ticket because she does not want to see Sarah Palin win. And you want to say, well, why would you endorse the why would you support the Democrat? Well, because she knows moderate R's and moderate Democrats are her base. She doesn't want Republicans to vote for her. She wants Democrats moderates to, to vote. vote for her. And um, that shows you a lot about who Lisa Murkowski is. Well, I've never liked her. She's not a Republican. She's not a conservative. We've all known that for a very long time. And she let her, she let her true colors, so to speak, show because of her never-Trump attitude. Um but I would think that Alaska would be feeling the crunch right now with the energy policies of this administration, and she has not done anything for Alaska. So why no. would they hate the one and and go ahead and reelect the other? I mean, that doesn't make any sense to me. It doesn't, and that and that goes to show you how Senator Murkowski is popular enough um, with a couple of third and fourth votes to maybe pull this off. Um, so she wouldn't win a flat-out election. if it was. She probably would have lost the primary, and, and then that's it. And now with ranked-choice voting, you just get rid of the primary completely. It's the top four people. doesn't matter their party. doesn't matter their anything. They go to the general election. And currently, I think there are two Republicans, one Independent and one Democrat, all up for the Senate seat. And Senator Murkowski, doing the math, says... Okay, that's enough. I'll get enough Republicans, maybe not 50%, but I only need 40%. And and then I get a couple of Democrats, a couple here, a couple there, and that will give me the 50% threshold I need to win. Um, I got a question, though, if you are in Alaska, what has she done for your state? Absolutely. Right? I mean, there's not even any any verbal frustration at the at the biden administration when it comes to oil and gas there's a lot of oh we, we don't like this but boy when the tables are turned back in they threatened us with everything under the sun and they've done it they oh, put yeah. our executives and our energy workers out of jobs and they brought them before congress i don't have much hope that senator murkowski if she is in the majority will do anything differently no she won't she won't change anything she's it's, it's she's got one color and it's and it's her favorite color it's whatever suits her. And yeah. uh, she's a socialist. She's a globalist. And that's the problem. You know, I read an article out of American Greatness uh, yesterday morning, and he was talking about the Uniparty. He said, our problem isn't just the Uniparty. It's the Una government. You know, because they're, they're pushing for this globalism. And yep. that's what these rhinos are all about, plus making their own money. 
You know, when Obama go, goes out and he campaigns and he makes fun of people like Herschel Walker and a few others that they they have no they have no uh, experience in politics. They've never been in politics. Like is that's a bad thing. Yeah, <laughs> and exactly. I think, and that's why everybody loved Trump because it was a good thing and not a bad thing. Yeah. It was a good thing that it wasn't their career because they were going to watch for out for the people, which is what they're supposed to do. Instead of themselves, so and, and there's no greater example of the global government. And even listening to your ad at the last commercial break about the course on global government, there's no greater event right now happening than the big climate change event that's happening in Egypt. And it makes me wonder if they almost timed it with our midterm elections to let us know. It doesn't matter who you vote for, America. The climate issue, the global climate issue, we have power. The World Economic Forum, we mm. have the power. We're in Egypt. You guys do what you want. You vote. That's all cute. But when it comes to power, the real power is right now gathered together with the United Nations and Egypt, and we make the real decisions. Yeah. The foreign policy uh, group that you talked about, our uh, my mentor warned America about that a long time ago, and people just kind of laughed at it. But here it is. They're trying to control. And we see that. We're going into a break. We see that with their elite attitude, you know, mm-hmm. and they just they don't care who they hurt as long as they get their narrative taken care of. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. We're going into a break and we'll be right back. Have you heard about vine-to-bar chocolate? It's the winemaker's chocolate, the world's first chocolate made with well-vined Chardonnay Mark from the beautiful coastal vineyards of North America. Gently pressed grapes are harvested after juicing, dried, and finely milled and carefully blended into the finest dark chocolate. The Chardonnay Mark contains highly beneficial grape nutrients, flavanols, and has a natural sweetness that flavors the luscious dark chocolate. Mouthwatering, flavorful, delectable dark chocolate goodness with Chardonnay sweetness and beneficial nutrients. And it's alcohol-free, too. It's Vine to Bar chocolate. Order some today at vinetobar.com. That's V-I-N-E-T-O-B-A-R.com. Cold ship to your door, it's Vine to Bar. Vine to Bar chocolate. Visit us at vinetobar.com. Hi, I'm Elmer Heinrich. My company sells the nutritional product called Immuno 150. If you haven't heard of it, you need to go to the website immuno150.com or call our toll-free number. Now, we sell to thousands of consumers, and our reorder rate is above 94%. Now, many people ask us how we can sell a month's supply of Immuno 150 for less than $50 when most of our competition is $70 to $80 a month. It's simple. We don't pay celebrities or testimonial people to say something good about the product. Immuno 150 stands on its own with 70 minerals and 80 other nutrients. It doesn't need any help, and it has more than color, taste, and smell. I am 88 years old, and my wife is 79, both with no dementia, arthritis, or allergies, and no aches or pains of any kind, nothing, all because of Immuno 150. Now, check the number of minerals in the product you take. Don't be surprised if you don't find more than 12. Order Immuno 150 to see what 70 minerals can do for you. Call our toll-free number, 888-316-2224. 
Mike Lindell and MyPillow are offering a BOGO extravaganza on multiple MyPillow products. Now's the time to join the millions of Americans who have changed the quality of their sleep with MyPillow. Right now, take advantage of Mike's buy one, get one free pricing on MyPillow's bed sheets, Giza Elegance MyPillows, six-piece towel set, and roll-and-go anywhere MyPillows, and so much more. Just go to the radio listener specials page at MyPillow.com and use promo code Bethann or call 1-800-978-6168. Don't miss this incredible opportunity to buy one, get one free on select products. You will also receive Mike's book absolutely free with any purchase. Call 1-800-978-6168 or go to the radio listener special page at MyPillow.com. Promo code Bethann. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-495-3652. That's 800-495-3652. And we have returned to listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann with Daniel Turner of Power of the Future. We've barely talked about Power of the Future. I'll tell you what, you've had quite a couple of years trying to get things Oh, my gosh, how it has hurt this industry and hurt America. Um, thank you for sticking in there <laughs> for Power of the Future. Because <laughs> it's, been, it's been rough, and I, I think it's going to get rougher yet. And so I've been trying to encourage my listeners to hang in there, be prepared. That's all you can do. Uh, expect, except to vote. we got to vote these people out. Um, do you think Kelly has a chance over Lisa? Because... What do you think? I hope so. Um, I, I do think she has a chance. I, I think today is going to be a more intense version than what the polls say. My hunch is that everyone is agreeing, right? It's a red wave. They'll win the House. They may flip a House or a seat or two in the Senate. I think it's going to be a way more intense version of that. I don't think the pollsters in D.C. realize they don't have their finger on the pulse of America. No, they don't. Um, and I think... I think Alaska could trend in that direction, too. I think there's enough people who are angry. And and even if you like your Republican senator, if you just look at what they've done for two years, or maybe better said, I, what they haven't done for two years, you got to ask, why would I send you back? Right? Absolutely. If you can only get something done when you are in the majority, well, then what do I need you for? Right? Like Every quarterback is great when they're playing a terrible team. But but you, you show your true mettle as an athlete when you're playing a real opponent. And quite frankly, we have enough senators like Senator Murkowski and Senator Collins and Senator Romney. Uh, um, 
Rob Portman, who's retiring from Ohio, which I think is wonderful because he's he's terrible. Right? These are all Republicans, and none of them have been able to do anything because they claim, well, we're in the minority. We're in the minority. Boy, when Democrats are in the minority, they get an awful lot of stuff done. And the crying um, Kinslinger, he's retiring, too. Yeah, so, you know, you know so- we... <laughs> oh, 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 and Liz Cheney's retiring. Yay! Well, actually, yes, she got reti- kicked out. <laughs> that is very, very kind of you to say retiring. That is very polite of you. But, you know, I, I think something else I tweeted late last night that is really bothering me um, is, is I, I think the only loss Republicans are going to have today is the loss of what could have been. And that is because the establishment GOP uh, is is – Timid. Working against They're navel gazers. They're they're cowardly. Uh, they are called the establishment for a reason. And they look at a state like New York and they say, "Ah, New York, right? It's a blue state. Chuck Schumer's powerful. You know, hey, Kathy Hochul, she's not great. No one's going to knock her off." And then the holy Zeldin momentum that oh, yeah. didn't come from a bunch of consultants. That came from. Uh, uh, the people. And now the consultant class is like, holy cow, we got to jump on this bandwagon because we may win New York. Their lack of of conviction. Heck, they barely endorsed Glenn Youngkin last year. Yes, that's true. Last week they said, oh, my gosh, this Glenn Youngkin thing is going to happen. We better show up. Otherwise, we look stupid. So the biggest (laughs) loss I think Republicans will have today is the loss of what could have been because they lack vision. Patty Murray in, in, in Washington is virtually tied. She'll probably win, but it makes you say if the Republican Party had some guts and some vision, maybe six months ago they could have mounted a, a stronger effort. We could have knocked Patty Murray off. And that's what I will always, till the day I die, love about President Trump, is that he went into states like Ohio and said, there's no reason why Ohio is not winnable and pennsylvania and and he challenged new mexico and i don't think any republican certainly as you mentioned mitch mcconnell and 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 kevin mccarthy none of them will look at a state like new york or new jersey and say you know what we could have a chance there because our values are american values and our vision is america's vision they just see defeat Nope, never going to win there. Give up the chance. Yeah, no, we'll, no we'll keep our own. We'll keep our own. We'll work on that. Uh, yeah, the, I think you're absolutely right. Now, I, I have a question while I've got you on the air. <laughs> last week we talked, or week before last when we talked, are you going to come on with me tomorrow and we'll talk about what happened last night? I've got Mindy Patterson on, and we should make a really good trio because we all kind of stick us. <laughs> yeah, we're in the thick of it. Let's put it that way. Yes, I can definitely come on for the first segment. Um, I have an 1130 flight uh, or like 1145 flight to Texas. But, you know, at that point, I will be in the airport and I will find a quiet corner somewhere and I would love to join for the first segment. Okay. All right. Then I'll kind of hold off on my monologue and that so we can have you on then. So that'll that'll be great. I'm glad you told me that. And, uh, you know, I'm watching it all tonight. I'm sure you are, too. I'm even having a few friends over, and everybody has to wear red. We're going to eat red. We're going to do all that, and I have a red balloon, and I hope we're not <laughs> going to be crying in our red soup. <laughs> no. It's going to be but, a great night. I'm, I'm watching it. I do every election, even presidential campaigns I worked on, I watch by myself. I'm a little weird. Uh, so I will be watching by myself Okay. Uh, with my laptop, my TV, my phones. 
and <laughs> I will be up late, and then I got to get to the airport. But, uh, oh, but I'm confident. Yeah. Well, I was going to ask too. We're running out of time. If you saw any upsets that were going to take place that people aren't watching, um, we're hoping that Pennsylvania is an upset. We're hoping that yeah. Washington State. Apparently, they've got some things going on there that could be an upset. I'm hoping yeah. that Alaska will be. And my mind is kind of playing tricks on me right now. I'm trying to think what other states that there could possibly be an upset. I'm hoping that Arizona will be with Herschel and Georgia. Yeah. With Herschel Walker. I, I think so Washington think? State could be one of those sleepers that people are not paying attention to. I think Colorado also. Michael Bennett represents hundreds of thousands of oil and gas workers, and he's a rubber stamp of the Biden green agenda. Uh, um, you know, Joe O'Day, I would like to think that that's a state we should have been competitive in. But again, the Republican establishment just seeded defeat. Nope, not going to win there. Um, but, so, so, uh, yeah. you know, I, I have a little bit of hope in, in Washington State and Colorado could surprise us. And New Hampshire. Uh, 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 General Boldick, who's running up there against uh, Maggie Hassan for the Senate. I think that's going to surprise people tonight. I'm predicting that as a flip. You know, uh, also, there is a county that's always been blue in California that they think is going to flip red. It's just a county, yeah. but, you know, that's a start. That's a big that start. A start. And, yep. uh, you know, because we still have, you know, I don't know if we've got any school board members on right now. I don't think we do. I think that was the last election. But those things locally, they count. They matter. And we've got a lot of propositions on the on the ballot here in Missouri, and I'm I'm against all of them but one. And uh, and mainly because of how they word them and what they're up to, I just don't trust them anymore, Daniel. I just don't trust them anymore. And no. so, anyway, thank you for all that you do, and I appreciate that. And for all that you do for CSC Talk Radio, without you, we would not be here. And I am sincere about that. It's just, it's it's a tough thank business you. when you're telling the truth, and that's all there is to it. It's tough, but thank you, and God bless you. And uh, I hope you can. You must, you're a beggar man than me if you could do with that little sleep. Although I don't get much sleep every night. <laughs> but thank you for all you do. Appreciate it. Um, America, get out and vote. And let's take this country back and bring America home. God bless you all. <laughs>